there's something called as balancing that I ask many of my clients to do. Imagine you're walking in a dark street. It's pretty scary, right? But say there are few street lights here and there. It's a little comforting, right? So similarly, if you're only talking about negative or unhelpful things, it's like that dark street. So we need to light up a little bit so that we feel good about that particular situation. So for every unhelpful thought, balance it with a helpful thought. You're not trying to stop the unhelpful thought. You're just trying to add something over there so that it doesn't seem that, you know, bad. Hey everyone, welcome to the Anarchy Podcast. 99% of traders will never make consistent profits. So why listen to the 99% of advice? On this show, we're gonna challenge some of the most hallowed and repeated tenets of trading, and in doing so, set you up to succeed where others fail. Spoiler alert, we don't have a secret strategy or magic wand that will let you skip out on the hard work of learning the markets, but we can debunk viewpoints that are holding you back. If that sounds good to you, come join us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Anarchy Trading Podcast. This is part two of our interview with trading psychologist Vandana Subramanian. Uh, these two parts stand alone, so if you like what you hear, make sure you go back and listen to part one. We go over a ton of different topics, such as conquering fear, grounding practices, and how to tell the correct stories about yourself and your trading uh, to set yourself up for success. You're not going to want to miss it, so without further ado, our conversation with Vandana. My other question for I have for you is regarding um, uh, CBT and how that can help traders, right? So we, traders love acronyms. We have our SLs, we have our break-evens, you know, BE, and we have whatever else you want to call. We have the Dow and everything's acronyms. And then you start reading about like from about psychologists and psychology and everyone throws out CBT and ACT, uh, et cetera. Could you explain a little bit for our listeners what CBT and ACT is and how those can be used either by a therapist such as yourself with them or even, you know, using CBT themselves in order to help their trading? Um, so CBT and ACT, they both are part of the behavioral school of psychology. So CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy. ACT is acceptance and commitment therapy. So both of them have some similar aspects, but, you know, ACT is more of a modern approach and CBT is a little bit uh, older approach. So I won't bore you guys with the technicalities about the therapy. I'll just tell you certain things that each of these therapies, you know, follow. So uh, cognitive behavioral therapy is more to do with, you know, challenging your mindset um, or, you know, rather challenging how you think and um, how you can change your behavior according to that. So I was talking to you all about, you know, the definition or the narrative that we say to ourselves so CBT helps you to change these narratives and, you know, look at your uh, trading with a different perspective. Um, ACT, that is acceptance and commitment therapy, is more to do with, you know, accepting or being uh, um, comfortable with discomfort and accepting that and uh, working on, you know, changing your behavioral pattern in a situation where it is uncomfortable and trying to get the comfort in that discomfort. So that's what ACT is more to do with. So in trading, I think, you know, um, not only in trading, I, I think generally as well, uh, the narrative that we say to ourselves play a huge role because, you know, end of the day, you're alone with yourself in any of the tasks that you do. And if you're going to be mean to yourself, then definitely, you know, uh, the work is half-baked because we might be great to other people. We're very kind and nice and helpful to others. But if you're not that to ourselves, 
that's when you know things can go downhill so whenever we make a loss or when we are not uh, you know putting the stop loss in the right places uh, we tend to beat ourselves we feel very down and you know we put a narrative to ourselves that you know okay today also we're going to make a loss and oh my god i won't be able to you know uh, meet my desired expectation for this particular month i won't be able to make this particular return so you're in a negative loop and when you do that uh, so this is cycle right what you think it affects how you feel and how you feel affects your behavior so when you start thinking like this you're going to feel very sad you're going to feel like completely hopeless and your behavior is going to be exactly that you might not be at the present you're only thinking about the past you're only thinking about the future and our brain is designed to be in the present um so when you're thinking about the past and future your fear builds in and you take impulsive decisions you make wrong moves and then again you feel bad about yourself so it's like the cycle so we need to break that cycle we need to change our narrative we need to bring ourselves more to the present so that we can use our rational part of the brain more actively and uh, so these two therapies essentially help you to do that so what are some mm-hmm. so let let's say like what would be an actual example what could someone do if i come to you and i say yeah i'm a failing trader i've been failing and i'm depressed and like i i feel like i'm a failing trader what are what is like some actual a tangible steps that i could take uh in order to improve that sure so this is something that uh, many of the traders uh, love and they have actually tried it and it has helped them is grounding so have you both heard about it I have heard about it but in terms of addiction stuff not in terms of trading so I'm curious. Okay so um the meaning of grounding is to get you to the present right so whenever we meditate or whenever we cook or take a bath we are actually in the present because you're utilizing all of your sense organs right so when you're trading what i generally ask them to do is whenever they start to feel this overwhelming sense of uh fear so what we do is okay let's get yourself to the present so we ask questions like what is it that you see around you what is it that you know you're feeling at this particular moment what are the different things that you can touch what is the sound that you're hearing and what is the smell that you can smell right now so essentially when you do this your mind comes to the present and when you are at present again look at the trade you'll be able to take a better decision as compared to the time when you're thinking about oh my god i'm going to lose i'm not going to make money today or you know uh, i'm going to take such a big hit i'm going to erode my capital today so when you're in that loop like i said you become very emotional right so you need to get yourself to the present so that can be done by using your sense organs so uh, practically what we ask them to do is okay look at the trade grab five six things around you because each of these things will have different temperature so when you have different temperature you know you're pulled to the present or you know just go drink water or uh, you know uh, try to notice what are the different sounds that you can hear around you for that particular moment so this really helps a lot of trader because they do come to the present and when you feel that you have control so you take better decisions at that point of time so many many of the times this has really helped a lot of traders so this is something that we generally do in our sessions 
That's really like cool. That. And yeah, and I think that sounds like, I mean, usually the way I do it is I kind of just like, if I know I'm in, not in the right mood or Levi and I will usually tell people, okay, if you lose a trade or even if you win a trade, get up and just go do something else for five minutes, right? Giving you a time to to kind of reset. But to actually add that actual process or having a grounding process where you can actually pull yourself back to the present. I think that that's brilliant. And that's definitely something that I would love to uh, uh, to incorporate into my trading. So I'll, def I'll definitely have to do that. Yeah, you you just said something. You said something back there um, while you were talking about that. Kind of these that struck a nerve with me. I, I really liked it, which was you were talking about kind of the stories that you tell yourself about you, you know, and and kind of that oftentimes we're nicer to other people than we are to ourselves. And and I it, that can is one hundred percent true, especially you know traders like you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about before and kind of gaining confidence is that, you know, traders spend years losing. And so it takes a very, a very, uh, I guess, stubborn type of person to push through that and, and not get into really negative head spaces and telling yourself really bad stories about yourself. Like I'm worthless. I'm a horrible trader. I'll never, I'll never win. I'll never like all those, right? All those stories. I'm sure you've heard those a million times with everything, not just trading. So, what are some, what are some uh, alternative stories you can tell yourself as a trader, right? When, when you've had a bad day and you've lost money, and those thoughts, you know, of hey, I'm worthless. I'm a bad trader. Whatever, you know. Are there any alternative? things that maybe you can tell yourself that will that can be true and yet still you know, kind of be positive get you out of that bad headspace yes definitely um so there's something called as balancing that you know i ask many of my clients to do because you know um imagine you're walking in a dark street it's pretty scary, right? I mean, if it's like after 10 p.m., it is scary to walk alone in the dark street. But say there are a few street lights here and there. It's a little comforting. You can at least see what is there. And, you know, if somebody is approaching, you know that they're approaching and you can protect yourself. Right. So similarly, if you're only talking about negative or unhelpful things, it's like that dark street. So we need to light up a little bit so that we feel good about that particular situation. So for every unhelpful thought, balance it with a helpful thought. It's not that we've only had bad days, we've also had good days, right? So for example, if you tell yourself that, you know, oh my God, I made a loss today, then balance it with something like, you know, you know, that day you made a profit, or, you know, uh, the next thought is, yeah, but you made a profit, but that was just beginner's luck. You can balance it with, yes, it still counts as a profit. It was green that day in my account. So when you balance it like this and you look at the situation, you feel a lot more better, right? I mean, it's not always skewed in one direction. It is kind of balanced. So it's important to build right. that you know, tower of, you know, one unhelpful thought with a helpful thought. You're not trying to stop the unhelpful thought you're just trying to add something over there so that it doesn't seem that you know bad <laughs> uh, this is one thing that i would say and another thing is you know uh of course when you come to trading the major thing is that you want to make money but other than that what is your goal or purpose to come to this particular profession because anywhere you go the passion for that profession is what is going to you know help you to propel forward 
if you're not passionate about that profession and you're just there for the money, maybe few days it does help you. But in a long run, if you want to be contented, happy, and still keep doing it, you need to have that passion for that particular field. So it's important to ask yourself as to why you're doing trading. What is the purpose other than money? Because that you find moving forward. Uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Do you find that that is the case with most of the traders you talk to? Because let's be honest, looking online, if you follow any, you know, any Facebook groups or discords, everyone on there is just trying to make a bunch of money, right? Like everyone, it's like essentially viewed kind of as a get quick, rich thing, 99% of traders. I mean, uh, just to tie this into current events, the big discount that the five percenters had where they were selling like a prop from accounts for $1, the amount of people on there going absolutely insane that they weren't able to get that $1 account. We all know that 99.9% .9 of those who buy those accounts for $1 are going to fail those accounts. Those people are all money driven. So how many people do you find that are in it for other reasons? Or to add on to that question, if their main reason is money driven only, how can you help them find other reasons in order to make it sustainable? Actually, you'll be surprised to know that initially everybody thinks of it to be just money driven, but those who stick on for a longer time, they do have other things. Like for example, the two of you, you want to, you know, build a stable, sustainable source of revenue for yourself. And you know, at the same time, give it some time for it and, you know, figure out from your own mistakes. And like, for example, you guys have this podcast, it's going to educate a lot of different people. And when you get a feedback loop, it says that, you know, this really helped me. So then you slowly start to, you know, see the market or your trade in a very different angle. So many of them end up saying things like, you know, we want to feel that independence we are here because it's pretty unpredictable and we want to kind of, you know, figure out how to make this work in favor of us. Um, many of them are very passionate uh, about it. And uh, we tend to remind them about this passion as to why they are in this particular space. It's not all about the money. It's about the process as well. So many of them do like the process. And uh, you, you can then probe them as to what is it about this process that you like. And you'll slowly, you know, discover the other reasons behind why you're trading. Okay, so, I really like that. And that honestly resonates a lot with me because I'll be honest, I got in it to begin with because of the money. And as I've been in it, I've become, you know, huge, hugely passionate about it for many other reasons than just the money. So I, yeah, I can totally agree, uh, agree with that. What about you, Levi? Yeah, I, I was about to say, I, I, I love that. I, I love that description because it does fit. Like you start, like you hear about it. Most people hear about it, about, hey, you know, take this course, I'll make you rich, so on and so forth. Um, Jordan and I were in the same boat. Um, and then, yeah, I, like you you have to find something else that that drives you. I mean, for me, it's, it's not just money, but also, but like now it's passion for like, I, I really do like just sitting and watching the market for some reason that the idea that you can watch, you know, billions of dollars and essentially whole economies go up and down the money flow back and forth. And you're just a little, a little fish in that, in that pond kind of getting swept back and forth and hopefully 
just hopping on and hopping off at the right time and pulling some a little bit of money here and there out. It's really, really cool to me. And I think I think a lot of people do find that if you stick with it, you're not just a flash in the pan. If you do stick with it, you do you develop a passion for it. And and um, you know, I, I think that's really important. I, I think that's a great idea to kind of dig deeper, like not just like to ask yourself some questions. Like you said, ask yourself some questions until you do get to those deeper ones. Sometimes you might have to ask a few questions in a row. I'm sure sometimes you have to really pull it out of people, but you could probably find some some deeper reasons behind a lot of people um, in the market. Yeah. And you get to learn a lot from these traders as well. I actually like trading psychology sessions because, you know, um, you can see how much uh, they're ready to put in, you know, uh, most of the time, like 99% of the traders make a loss. It's just that 1% to <laughs> make profit. Uh, but you can really see how each of them are so passionate about it. In some places, maybe it's not a good idea for them to trade. But you know, um, they're there every single day getting up, brushing off the dust and moving ahead um, in whatever way that they know is the best. And uh, I've learned a lot from them, actually. So, yeah, that's something very interesting about traders. Yeah, we're very, uh, you know, if, if anything, um, traders are are very stubborn people. <laughs> <laughs> so that's at least at least to be a good one. You gotta you gotta have a you have to have a little bit of that stubborn, obstinate. Uh, I'll figure it out eventually type attitude. So that's, yeah, and I uh, guess I would also say probably the people that reach out to you or people who are actually into it enough where they're going to talk to a trading psychologist, you're probably already talking to those people who are are very serious. These are not the people who are just going to spend a couple of bucks and want to be traders. These are guys who are are serious. They're actually investing in themselves and and actually taking the time to really level up. As you said, like it's it's kind of funny because I don't know how closely you follow trade have followed trading, you know, as a rule, but traders love to throw around the whole world your trading psychology needs to be improved right and then you probably get to hear that from traders they come to you and they're like yeah our trading psychology needs to be improved because i was told that on youtube but they don't really know what that means um so it's really cool to hear that you know from your perspective of those traders coming and approaching you about that yeah I mean, it's it's funny because like like jordan said like trading psychology it's it's a buzzword you know everybody says your trading psychology is really important but but I have to admit, like, like the people who actually go to a trading psychologist, that's, that's, uh, that's probably a rarity. Like most people are, are much more willing to throw some, you know, throw money towards some guru online. Um, so having someone who's willing to actually go, Hey, trading psychology is important. Okay. How do I fix that? <laughs> how do I fix my trading psychology? Oh, I'll find a trading psychologist. That's a, that's a cool as a really cool type of person. I mean, I, I, I really, I really like that. So as far as when it comes to, we met, you mentioned this already. Um, but when it comes to like discipline, mm -hmm. discipline's a really big one for traders. It's big for me. I, I think a lot of people are really undisciplined. I'm undisciplined naturally. Um, like I think a lot of people are very undisciplined. Um, you know, especially, you know, I, I guess the kind of the we're we are the online generation. So I think how do you how do you even begin to develop this, right? So, so some trader comes to you um, and says, "Hey, I have these rules, but I don't follow them. I know when I should take trades, but I I don't. 
Um, I know I shouldn't take a certain trade, but I do. Like, how do you begin to kind of dig into that and go and, and start building? How do you build discipline? I mean, I, I guess that's a much more general question, but specifically, I guess, with trading, how do you go from being an undisciplined trader and start building discipline as a trader and start like becoming the type of trader that you actually want to be? So that's exactly that, you know, <laughs> the last line that you said, the trader that you want to be. Um, so we tend to ask traders, like, what is it that they're doing and why is it that they're not being disciplined? So they give very similar answers like this, like, you know, I really want to do it, but I'm not able to do it. So we tend to ask, okay, what is the reason behind you're not able to do it? What is stopping you? Is this particular thing that you're doing helping you in the long run, long run, or is it more to do with, you know, not helping you? So when we ask questions like this, you tend to become aware. When there is awareness, you tend to act in a little different manner just to see if this awareness is helpful or not. I'll just give you an example to explain this a little bit better. Please. So um, if the trader says that I want to cut in, but I'm not able to cut in this particular trade because... I feel that I can make more money if I just hold on to this. And that's the reason why I didn't cut it. Even though I know I'm supposed to cut it, even though I know that is what is going to make me disciplined. So then you ask them like, okay, so you are thinking that you're going to make uh, more returns. So what is it that is making you tell that you're going to make more returns? Because it's pretty unpredictable, right? The market. So what signs did you see over there that's going to get you that profit? So this question sometimes, you know, really, you know, hits them hard and they think about it and um, then they smile. <laughs> They're like, yeah, actually, it's just that, you know, uh, at that moment, you feel like holding on to this will really help. But uh, if you do not have your, you know, hold on the trading, uh, you will not be able to, you know, tell answers like that right because you know that this trade is not going to go in your favor so the best thing that you can do is to cut it at that point of time if you don't cut it it's going to really bite you big in the future <laughs> some days it doesn't bite you it actually gets you that particular return but you need to be certain when you do that and uh, that certainty only comes when you have a good risk management system and a good risk management system depends on your discipline that's how I would go in. So it's more to do with a conversation with the person and try to understand what is, you know, not disciplined to them specifically and work on that. Mm. Like you said, it's a pretty generic statement, but to everybody, there is some reason behind why they're not doing it. So we try to understand that reason and find an alternative behavior to that. I love it. I love it. Well, Ivana, I think, uh, you know, we, we've held you for a, a little bit. I, I really appreciate it. we i i've i've loved this I, this has just been absolute gold mine our our listeners are going to absolutely love it what's the best way for our listeners to uh you know contact you get a hold of you you know if you have any material or socials uh, what do you got how do they get a hold of you <laughs> all right um so uh you can always reach out to my company website which is psychoflakes.com um there you can definitely you know if you want a trading psychology session you can definitely come over there or i do put some content out on linkedin uh so you can see me over there um 
And yes, we are working on some materials for trading psychology. So that will be put up in my LinkedIn, on my Instagram, um, and my website. So you can definitely, you know, find me there.